Go Your Own Way is brought to you by Overmental.com, the media culture hive mind. Enjoy the adventure. This is Go Your Own Way, the podcast where I sometimes fill in for Peter, who's not here this week. And also we probably read a story or something. Yeah, this is kind of what Peter does, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's that's exactly what Peter does. This is going off really well. (laughs) And I am Ryan, as I said, filling in for Peter. And joining me today is the magnanimous Eric Diebel. Hello. And the fantabulous Jen Holly. Yo. Those are your official titles from here on out. I just need you to know that. Fantabulous. I love it. You're going to get updated business cards in the mail. Yes. Uh, Also, you're taking a pay cut. Sorry. Um, (laughs) Outside of that, this week, we're going to do another book. Um, The last time I was here, we did a Dungeons & Dragons book. This time, we're going to choose something a little bit more literary. We're going to do R.L. Stein's Choose Your Own Goosebumps. Or give yourself goosebumps, actually, which, um, you know, classic literature at its finest. The book we're reading this week is called The Deadly Experiments of Dr. Eek. And on the cover is some kind of monkey scientist or some kind of scientist monkey. I don't know what the politically correct term is these days for that sort of thing. Oh, I've read this one. The Statue of Liberty did it. Oh, okay. Well, fuck. I guess we're done here. Um, This has been Go Your Own Way. You can find us on Patreon if you like podcasts that last two minutes. (laughs) We're a micro-podcast. That's a nice way of putting it. Microcast. There we go. Like micro-penis. Alright, any last requests before we jump into this? And I should note that Goosebumps books are notoriously unfair. So we might just die within three minutes, and it's just something. So this we're gonna have really to live might with. be a microcast. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> gotta do what you got. I'll read. I'll read extra slow so that it, it, it pad out the content a little bit. Maybe I'll just spell out each word, and then you can get your money's oh, worth oh. piecing it all together. Oh dear! Here we go. All right, here we go. How did you get in here? A voice calls as you enter the waiting room at Eek Laboratories. That door is supposed to be locked at all times. You and your friend Sam jump. You didn't think anyone was around. Then you spot the receptionist sitting behind a tall desk. She's a short, frizzy-haired redhead wearing too much lipstick for her thin lips. She glares at you as if she expects you to turn around and leave. As soon as you figure out you're in the wrong place. I'm looking for my mom, you tell her. Who's your mom? the receptionist asks. She starts to pack up her things to leave. You glance at the clock. It's almost 5.30. Quitting time. She's the new lab assistant, you explain. She's working on some top secret experiments for Eek. Really? For Dr. Eek? The receptionist gazes at you suspiciously. Yeah, I guess, you say. But really, you're not sure. How come your mom never mentioned him before? Dr. Eek. All she ever told you was that she had a new job in a research lab. You didn't know there was a medical doctor involved. Doctors give you the creeps. Are you sure your mom works for Dr. Eek? The receptionist grills you. She raises an eyebrow. Her eyebrows give you the creeps. (laughs) Man, you are just filled with creeps. 
In Dude. fact, this whole place gives you the creeps. Holy shit, this is a creep overload. This guy needs Doctor's to get that looked at. Doctor's offices suck. Do they, they fill you with the creeps? There are needles there, and needles freak me out. Uh. Ugh, <laughs> tiny, tiny needles. Let's just <laughs> no. let's just dwell on that thought for a while. Let's just spend the next thirty minutes contemplating, you know, needles and no. needle-like prosthetics. No. From the minute you stepped off the elevator on the 19th floor, there were no signs of life. No one in the echoing hall. Nothing but the creaking elevator door and probably some creeps. No signs of life as you walk through a building that was clearly built by people. <laughs> uh, high literature, again. This is, this is some sophisticated stuff. And then you spotted the door to Eek Labs. Your mother never told you about that either. The door looked like the door to a huge vault. It was heavy steel, about six inches thick. Your best friend Sam pulled a small handle near the edge of the door. To your surprise, the door swung open easily. Okay, you told yourself, so the place has a weird door. There's no reason to freak out. Yeah, she works here, you tell the receptionist. She does research. Well, take a seat, she replies. I'm sure your mom will be right here. Then she packs up her oversized tote bag and walks out. You search around for a chair. Then you see them across the room. The chairs are all orange plastic. And they're chained together. I'm not sure why that's italicized. I guess that's spooky. <laughs> chairs aren't generally chained together. Chair slavery. Now we gotta sit down on page three. That's not much of a choice. Choose your own adventure book. There's only one thing you can choose. You sit down in an orange plastic chair, but Sam doesn't. He starts roaming around the waiting room. So what your movie is your mom going to take us to, Sam asks. You shrug. Who knows? But remember, Sam, we promised my mom we wouldn't act too wild here, you warn with a grin. Wow, we got a wild bunch of hooligans up in here. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, he says, like he really cares. He wanders over to the receptionist's desk. He picks up a glass of clear liquid that's sitting there. It's probably just water, but... Hey, you cry, don't drink that. But before you can stop him, he drinks it down. Sam drains the glass in one gulp. Then he whirls around to face you. Sam, I mean it, you moan. You can't fool around. This is a science lab. Man, this book loves italics. <laughs> He starts to answer, but suddenly his face turns white. He clutches his throat and gasps. Then the veins on his neck start to pop out. A moment later, he makes a hideous face. You freeze. Your heart pounds wildly. What did you drink? You ask him. Vodka. Oh, there you go. The end. You guys just had a wonderful time. It's a fantastic party. You race over to the desk. You pick up the glass Sam was drinking from and sniff to see if it has a smell. Nothing. Sam bursts out laughing. He gives you a devilish grin. Water, Sam says, pointing to the glass. It's just water. You can't help laughing, too. You like Sam. He's funny. But sometimes your best friend can go too far. He's always playing crazy jokes on you. Sam gazes around. You're sure he's trying to find some other trouble to get into. Maybe we should just look for my mom, he suggests. Anything to keep Sam from getting into more trouble. His eyes light up. Great idea, he cries. Maybe we can do our own experiments. 
Uh, on second thought, maybe you should just sit down and wait. If you sit down and wait for your mom, turn to page 11. Or if you look for her, turn to page 6. First big choice of the day, gentlemen and gentlewoman. Do we want to be good children or bad children? Bad children. Bad children. You gonna go look for her? Hell yeah. Uh-huh. Let's go look for my mom, you tell Sam. But remember, no goofing around. This is a science lab. As opposed to other labs. Hey, right, Sam agrees. I cut my finger open in a science lab. They're dangerous. Yeah, no joke. No joke. You were goofing around. That was your first mistake. Yeah, I was cutting up slides. Mm. I don't know what that means, but that sounds extremely scientific. Actually, I was cutting up rat testicles. <laughs> what? That sounds slightly less scientific, to be honest. Um, the project like that I was working on at the time was figuring out which gene, um, if you activate it, would block the production of sperm. So, in layman's terms, how fast can you cut this rat testicle? <laughs> that's pretty, I mean, that's valuable data. That's, that's what we should be giving our money to. Well, I mean, we were developing the male birth control pill. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No sperm. I mean, I no baby. like, you know, if those little rat don't want to have babies yet, and you can give them the pill now. You, you just yeah. develop rat birth control. Yeah, yeah. Don't want too many rats in the world. I That's mean, racist. That, that I think, is racist. I think if you stab the rat testicles, they stop working. Right? You don't know that. You're not the science... Sciencer. <laughs> si- the science man. The, the man of science. Yeah, the correct term is wizard. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hmm. The hallway is pretty boring. Just a lot of closed doors on both white walls. And there's no way to know what's behind most of them. Aside from windows. You open the first one and peek in. Bummer, it's just the lounge. At least that's what it looks like. There are two beat-up brown couches, a table, some chairs, and a bunch of vending machines. Got any change, Sam asks? I'm starving. You pull out coins from your pocket. You've got only enough for one snack selection. You drop the coins into the slot, and you start to punch the number of your favorite candy bar. But before you can hit the buttons, a hand suddenly clamps down on your shoulder. Turn around slowly on page 14. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Wow, you gasp as you turn around. It's a big hairy chimpanzee. Chimp, chimpanzee, chimpanzee? How do you pronounce that? I think it's chimpanzee. Is it chimpanzee? Or is it chimpanzee? Chimpanzee? Chimpanzee. 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 Chipotle. 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 You and Sam freeze. This chimp has you cornered in the lounge. Where did he come from? Is he friendly or dangerous? You have no idea what he'll do. And he's bigger than any chimp you've ever seen. 
and you've probably seen a lot of chimps. In fact, he's at least as tall as you are. More like a gorilla. You swallow hard. I've never seen a chimp up close like this before, Sam whispers. Me neither, you whisper back. The chimp tilts his head, staring at you. He never seems to blink. Then slowly he reaches his other big hairy hand towards your throat. You want um. to scream, but nothing comes out. The chimp moves closer, closer to your throat. But he doesn't grab you or even touch you. Instead, he reaches past you to the buttons on the candy machine. He points directly at A6. Hey, cries Sam. He wants you to get a different candy bar. Cool, you say, smiling at this amazing monkey. But is it okay to give candy to a chimp? Before you can decide, Sam pushes the buttons for A6. A chocolatey, peanutty thing drops into the slot. Sam quickly unwraps the candy bar and hands it to the chimpanzee. Chimp, oh my god, this is going to be a problem this time. Chimp, can we just settle on one? What is it? Chimp, chimpanzee? Chimpanzee. Chimpanzee. Yeah. chimpanzee? Okay, all right. I don't know why this is so difficult for me. Um. Yeah, okay. You have answers. I don't think we need to hear them. Is, is basically. Oh, fair enough. His monstrous teeth chomp down hard on the candy. He finishes it in two bites and then pats you on the head. A moment later, he motions you to follow him. Come on, let's see what he wants, Sam cries. I don't know, you reply. I thought we were looking for my mom. Maybe we should go back to the waiting room. Sam rolls his eyes. Where's your sense of adventure? Well, where is your sense of adventure? If you follow the chimp, turn to page 101. If you go back to the waiting room, turn to 42. Can I just say that that chimpanzee is super goddamn rude? Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. It's a we different culture, Eric. We wanted to took be it. sensitive. Yeah. Pretty, pretty lame. Like, I feel like if you're going to steal someone's vending machine, you should at least let them get what they want and then, like, steal half of it. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to, like, choosing for them. Is that proper vending machine stealing etiquette? Yes, Absolutely. Your parents what I do. Well. I say we follow the chimp. I'm down to Maybe follow the chimp. Maybe he will lead us to rat testicles. That is Never highly optimistic. Enough rat testicles. No. He leads you quickly down the gleaming white hallway. Oddly enough, he seems to know exactly where he's going. When the chimp's not watching, Sam stoops over. He copies the chimp's lumbering scamper. Woo woo! Sam cries, scratching his underarms and making chimp faces. The chimp turns around and catches Sam at it. He glares at both of you. Weird, you think. You know chimps are supposed to be smart, but the gleam in this one's eyes. Frankly, you think he looks smarter than Sam. At least, at last, you come to a door. The chimp opens it and makes a sound. It sounds kind of like, eek! What's in here, you wonder? You step through the door into a large laboratory. Sam follows right behind. Inside, a tall man wearing a lab coat writes on a clipboard. He whirls around. He glares at you with intense dark eyes. Who are you? He demands loudly. What are you doing here? You try to stay cool, even with the scientist glaring at you. You introduce yourself and Sam to the man. You reach out to shake his hand. Grown-ups usually like that. 
Ah yes, the man says, squeezing your hand a little bit too tightly. I know your mother well. Ooh, that's that sounds inappropriate. Um, it's a little creepy. You um, smile proudly, because Jesus Christ, you're a messed up kid. The chimp tugs on the sleeve of the man's lab coat, trying to get his attention. He makes some signs with his hand. You can't figure out what he's trying to say, but it seems to become kind of sign language. Wow, you're a smart kid. The man nods as if he understands. I am Professor Jazark. Jesus Christ, that... <laughs> Y-Z-A-R-K. How, what, would you, what would you do with that? Uh, yeah, Ezark. Ezark? I might go Ezark. I am Professor Yzark, one of Dr. Eek's assistants, the man says. I see you've met Oscar, he nods towards the chimp. Would you care to look at our work? He leads you to Sam, you and Sam to a wall of windows. You both peer through. Wow, Sam gasps. Look at this giant wall full of rat testicles. Jesus Christ. Woo. That is some serious science going on. Your mouth falls open as you stare through the lab window. To your amazement, the lab is filled with chimps. But they're not just monkeying around. That's racist. They're doing <laughs> cool things. Playing checkers, painting pictures, and reading books. Look, Sam says, those two are playing video games. What kind of research are you doing in here, you ask Professor Zark. Studying the brains of chimpanzees, he explains. Chimps are very smart, and physically, there's a lot, they're a lot like people. Oscar gives the professor a nudge, a hard nudge, as if he wants something. The professor jumps a little, then he turns to you. Oscar is wondering if you'd care to go inside to see the research up close. Sure, Sam cries. Can we play video games? Oscar would like that very much, Professor Yzark replies with a strange smile. What's he smiling about, you wonder? Come on, Sam urges you. What are you waiting for? If you go into the room with the chimps, turn to page 67. If not, then think of an excuse on page 108. This is where a chimp beats us to death with a video yeah. game controller. <laughs> yeah. Because Sam's an asshole. Yeah. Like, that one chimp already doesn't like us. Because of Sam. I'm, I'm thinking excuse. Yeah, we can't leave Sam alone with the chimps. Are we going in with them or are we staying out? Staying out. Yes. Staying out. Thanks, but we can't go in the lab, you say. That's okay, Professor Zark replies. You probably don't have time anyway. Your mother just telephoned me. She had to go to a meeting. But she wants you to take Oscar home with you. Then someone will drop by your house later today to pick him up. Really, you ask? Cool, Sam shouts. But it's not cool. Not cool at all. The minute you get home, Oscar goes wild. He runs to the refrigerator and helps himself. But not to eat, to play with. He throws a handful of pineapple yogurt at the wall. Then he starts swinging from the chandeliers. Help! You and Sam are worn out from chasing Oscar. I wish someone would come get this monkey, you say. That instant, the doorbell rings. You peek out the window. There's a jeep parked outside. And standing on your porch is a tall, muscular teenager wearing sandals and a pair of cut-off jeans. No shirt. Wow, okay. Is that Was that just something that happened in the 90s? 
I mean... Might have yeah. blocked that bit of my childhood out. His sun-streaked brown hair hangs down his broad, tan chest. Wow, we are going in some oh. serious detail on this half-naked man. Sounds like a hottie. He looks a little familiar, but you can't remember from where. Who is he? Uh, can I help you, you ask the teenager? Chimp, he grunts in a deep voice. Got him? Before you can say anything, Oscar rushes right past you. He flings himself into the guy's arms. He strokes the guy's long hair and playfully pats him on the face. Then the two of them start making chimp sounds, as if they know each other. Thanks, the guy says. All at once, he vaults over your porch railing with Oscar in his arms. He leaps into his waiting jeep and drives off. Wait, you scream. This guy can't be the professor the guy... This guy can't... This can't be the guy the professor sent, can it? Then you see the guy's license plates. It's one of those vanity plates, the kind that spells out a sentence or word. You stare, mouth hanging open at the simple black letters. No one is going to believe you, you realize. Not when you tell them that Chimp was picked up by a tanned, half-naked guy who grunted and drove a car with a license plate that read, Tarzan. <laughs> nah, don't even think it. No way. Couldn't be. Could it? The end. That was we a weird Tarzan. ending. That was a weird fucking ending. Really? All okay, right. well. We didn't okay. die? I think we didn't that's a die. Success? Maybe? Dude. It's kind of like winning. I say success. Yeah. We met Tarzan. I always knew Tarzan was hot. This sounds like a very specific fantasy right now. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Tarzan has chest hair. It would be really weird if Tarzan waxed. Yes. Like You don't know what the style is in the jungle? When you're raised by apes, I can make an educated guess. Because if you try to wax a gorilla, I'm pretty sure you lose a hand. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like something you might have experienced with. <laughs> I still have both my hands. For now. That we well, know of. Yeah. I mean, how many did you start with is the real question. I was not prepared for follow-up questions. <laughs> so, do we want to take another path, or do we want to call it good? Um, let's let's find a spot that we left off and just see if we can find a slightly less nonsensical ending. Maybe, like, instead of exploring the lab, we stay in the waiting room? Uh, yeah, you guys want to try sticking it out in the waiting room? Sure. Maybe someone weird will come along. Let's not mess around, you say to Sam. We should wait for my mom, because we're a bunch of nerds who don't take risks. You take a seat in one of the orange plastic chairs in the waiting room. Sam plops down in another one. Bummer, he says. I thought your mom was going to take us to the movies. She is, you assure him, as soon as she gets off work. But you look at your watch and think, uh-oh, she's late again. This has happened a lot lately. You hardly ever see your mom since she started working at Eek Labs. She spends more and more time at the lab. When you complained about it this morning, she apologized and gave you a big hug. She offered to take you to dinner and the movies that night. And bring Sam if you want, she says. You check uh -oh. your watch again. It's almost six o'clock. Where is she? Suddenly, the door opens. A short woman in a white lab coat steps into the waiting room. 
She stares at you and Sam. Then she motions for you to come with her. Sorry, we've been running late, the woman says. I'm Vanessa. Follow me. You're here for the raster experiment, aren't you? Vanessa asks. The pay is $50. Cash. You get it at the end of the experiment, and it takes only about 20 minutes. I think $50 in the 90s is like $5 million in today money. Yeah. (laughs) You look at Sam. $50? But what kind of experiment is it? If you go along with Vanessa, turn to page 20. If you don't want to take a chance on the raster experiment, turn to page 63. I mean, 50 bucks is 50 bucks, and clearly we've got abandonment issues. (laughs) Just made it too real. Yeah, I'm down with getting 50 bucks. I mean, you could buy so much with 50 bucks. Right? It's like almost an entire video game. (laughs) Not including DLC. 50 bucks, Sam exclaims. His eyes light up. Great, you say, grinning. What do we have to do? Dr. Eek will explain it. Follow me, Vanessa replies mysteriously. You follow Vanessa into a long hallway. The place is empty. Eerily empty. Closed doors line both sides of the hall. Vanessa's high heels click on the tile floor as she leads the way. Where is she taking you? Finally, she stops in front of a door with triple locks. There's an intercom box on the wall beside the door. She pushes the button. Yes? A man's voice crackles. They're here, Vanessa announces. Why is she acting as if they were expecting you? Click! You hear an electronic lock unlocking. Then another, and another. The door swings open. You peer into the room. It's pitch black. Come in, a voice says from the darkness. This will definitely go fine for us. I oh, see. yeah. Mm-hmm. You step into the dark room. A light flashes on. Well, well, well. What do we have here, says an older man in a white lab coat. He has gray hair and a soft, pudgy face. It's a weird thing to notice about someone's face. Like, how do you notice if it's soft or not? <laughs> my question our next two appointments vanessa explains she tucks a strand for long hair behind her ear they're here for the raster experiment really the man says he pushes his wrinkled face right up to within an inch of your nose he stares you in the eye you try to gaze away there's something odd about him about one of his eyes it looks as if his right cheek has been pulled up to meet the eye and been stapled there It gives him a weird squint. Then you notice something else. His lab coat is on backward. I'm Dr. Eek. Are you sure you're here for the raster experiment? The man asks. Yeah, definitely, Sam insists. What do we have to do? That all depends. What are you willing to do? Uh, This is, oh boy. I will totally fight Sam. This is how you end up at a donkey show. Oh, Jesus (laughs) Christ, Jen. Dr. Eek is too weird, you decide. You start to back out of the room, but Sam still has dollar signs in his eyes. Where are you going, Sam whispers to you. Out of here, you declare. No way, I'm staying until I get the money. Dr. Eek grins. He can tell you are having second thoughts. How bad can it be, Sam mutters under his breath. I mean, seriously, your mom works here. It's gotta be safe, right? You nod half-heartedly. 
But where is your mom anyway? As if he can read your mind, Dr. Eek speaks up. Actually, I'm not sure you're right for the raster experiment. I think you two are more suited to something. He lets his voice trail off. Else, Uh he finally says. (laughs) This sounds worse every minute. And then an unmarked van pulls up. If you do whatever Dr. Eek tells you to do, and bury those memories later, probably, (laughs) turn to page 25. If you chicken out, turn to page 17. I've always wanted to experiment with uh, memory regression hypnotism later in life. You got a thing for older men, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't? Are we we doing whatever Dr. Eek tells us, or are we chickening out? Yeah, we are. What? I think we're going along. Okay. (laughs) Okay, you give in. We'll do it. What do we have to do? Dr. Eek just smiles slightly. Then he motions for you to follow him. This way, he orders. He leads you down a long hall with doors on both sides. He stops short at a door painted green. What's in there? You whisper to Sam. I don't know, Sam says. Some kind of experiment, probably. This guy is really super bright. (laughs) Yeah, probably, you think. Until Dr. Eek pulls open the door. Hey, it's a restroom, you cry. Here, Dr. Eek says, handing you a bucket and a mop. Clean up. Clean up, you exclaim? Correct, Dr. Eek says. Floors, sinks, all of it. I want it scrubbed and spotless before you leave. Then he marches out of the room. Clean sinks? He wants you to clean sinks. Then you and Sam glance around. Weird, you mutter. Look at those sinks. They're so high, Sam exclaims. They're almost eight feet off the ground. I wonder what kind of guy needs a sink that tall, you ask. An instant later, the door opens. A humongous 12-foot kid, a kid your age, stomps into the restroom. Hi, he says in a booming voice. Then he notices you staring at his height. Yeah, I know, he groans. I'm a freak. Dr. Eek did this to me. But you guys are lucky. You get to clean sinks. Whatever you do, don't do the raster experiment. Clean sinks, you think again. Hey, gladly, any day. And when you're done, you can wash your hands off of this whole creepy mess. The end. Um. Well. Okay. Not not sure if that was more satisfying than than meeting Tarzan. Yeah. Yeah. I really thought we were going to die that time. I did too. I was hoping for death. Or (laughs) pegging. Well, that's gotta be some kind of record, right? Two for two? Two for two. We didn't die. It's true. We made a mess of our house, and we have to clean eight foot tall sinks, but uh, we live to fight another day. Yay! Woo! Now, of course, we have no idea if we'll ever find our mom. Right? I mean, what is a mom, really? Um, That is a question I would posit to you. Someone who gave birth to you. Yeah, that's a fair answer. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) Okay. Are Are we feeling pretty satisfied with this story? 
Are we the mystery of the raster experiment gnawing at you? I mean, clearly it turns you into a giant. I don't want to be a giant. Yeah. That's fair. Okay, then. I think we can... We can uh, say we are done adventuring in the deadly experiments of Dr. Eek. <laughs> Still not sure what the monkeys were about, but uh, if you have a theory on why monkeys are in lab coats on the cover, you can contact us on Facebook at facebook.com slash goyourownwaypodcast. Is that correct? I think it's just go your own way. It's just go Pod. your own way. Just oh, wait, type go your own Facebook? way into the bar. Yeah, just go your own way. It. Yeah. Just go your own way. Okay, facebook.com slash go your own way. And uh, we are also on Patreon at patreon.com slash G-Y-O-W podcast. Uh, if you want to kick us a couple bucks to fish up a couple more of these wonderfully classic, brilliantly written Choose Your Own Adventure books uh, from an era most of us are still trying to forget. Uh, otherwise, hit us up on iTunes, episode every week. And let us know what you want us to read next. This has been Go Your Own Way, and I don't remember how Peter signs off. So, bye. 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 <laughs> For more original podcasts, videos, and pop culture news, visit Overmental.com. Thanks for listening.